Hello, I'm Daniel Doc Gentry. Welcome to the world of Enon. I am its creator and your narrator. Sit back and relax as I take you out of your reality and into my nightmare's dream world. Welcome to the Bros and Dragons podcast. Today, we will be following the adventures of Keith Ross. I play Captain Martin Firewell, a human male barbarian. John Sika, and I play Alicia Fargo, a female human rogue. Tom Benson, I play Xandro, a male wood elf ranger. Let us adventure on. Xandro, you saw somebody across the way as you came out of the temple. And I think you made the decision to start walking towards him. It's hard to put a finger on it. This has been a hell of the last three and a half years of all this crap that's been happening. It's only a demon apocalypse. Come on. And there's lots of stuff going on. Uh, But somehow you just feel you've seen this figure a couple of times. And you're trying to figure out and you're heading towards him when all of a sudden a purple smoke just starts filling the street and it's very heavy, hard to see, and it just disappears. You quickly get uh, try to work your way out of the smoke. You look around and as you look left down the street, you can see a boot running down an alleyway. It looks like whoever's going down that way, you see the boot at the last minute on the back step. Would I know a shortcut to get to the other end of that alley? You know that there's an alleyway, you know, to the front and to the right a little bit. You could cut that way and try to head them off. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to dash. You start running through this alleyway, and sure enough, you know, like every other alleyway, there's stuff in it. You are jumping over. At some point, you pretty much run up the side of a wall. You come up the other street, and as you do, you can see that figure running diagonally across the road, going straight for another alleyway. I'm going to keep pursuing. I'm going to yell out, stop. You come around the corner. You see a a medium-sized rock, something that you would normally be able to fit in the palm of your hand, just kind of hit the ground in front of you. And just for like split second, you think about how weird this is before you get hit with an explosion of thunder damage that sends you flying through the air approximately 10 feet back as you land on the ground with a oof. It knocks the wind out of you, but there is no actual physical damage. (laughs) Right look around do i see this figure anymore no you must have lost it in that slight alleyway it must have just caught the right tense it this character must have been pretty smart because he was finding his way through the huts at a more crowded area too it's not like it was at the area with the bigger gaps in between right did i get any close look or anything to see like color they were wearing shape size i'm assuming it's bipedal uh, yeah, probably bipedal. Looked like it was about six foot, six foot two, maybe a little taller. When it took the corner, you kind of saw that the cloak that it's wearing kind of evened out on its body, and it seemed pretty slender. Were they headed in the like direction of like the front gate, the back of the... Kind of towards town? the side. It was hard to visualize where they were going originally. When you came out of the street, you didn't expect them to be running away from you diagonally. You expected them to take the corner and come towards you because you would have cut him off towards the front gate. I'm going to, like, kind of circle around that area and then head back. You circle around the area, and you see orcs, but nothing unusual. All right, well, I guess I'll head back, because I don't know where they went off to. You start heading back towards the end, and as soon as you get back, everything seems normal. You go upstairs, and these two are passed out in the room. How long have they been sleeping? How long has it been? Has it been super long? If I haven't ate already, I'll just go eat and just waste time waiting for these guys. 
You guys wake up on the second morning and you feel definitely rested. Any uh, any dreams or anything? Yes, but nothing that, you know, they're fading away fast and you can barely remember what they were about. So it feels like nothing a normal happened. dream. Martin, he he kind of seems like he's he's got something on his mind. Kind of quiet as he gets up and goes about his morning routine, getting ready and going down to grab some food. Would I notice that? Yeah, I think you would notice that. Uh, I mean, he's been off for a while. He seems to be going back to his leadership position, and today he just looks a little different. Martin, everything okay? Uh, yeah, no, every everything's fine. I've, 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 I might have an idea. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm still working through it, but there, there's something. There's something I, I just can't quite grasp it. What idea are you working through? I, I think I may know. How we can clear Rangio of demons. Oh, this sounds interesting. What's your plan? I don't have the plan yet, but it involves this. And I reach into my pack and I pull out the weather control orb from uh, three years ago. Hey, whenever you come up with a plan, just just let us know. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I was just going to ask, am I there? I'm sure they come downstairs <laughs> having this conversation. <laughs> How is that going to help us? <sighs> Do you remember just before everything happened, there was all the weird weather patterns and and stuff like that? I suppose, uh, yeah, I guess. Vaguely. Well, that was from this. I, I took it off of one of the creatures that night. I think if we can find someone strong enough to use it, I can't. Maybe they could use it to create a storm to just destroy Rangio completely but I mean destroying an entire city that would be something that we would want to talk to the queen about first it's a shame Dufina's not around bet she knows how to use it yeah she'd probably end up trying to never mind go ahead you can say it kill us all because she's mad at us mostly just me but you yeah. wouldn't go and hide the body I told you we should have hid the body burial at mm -hmm. sea that's what he would have wanted I just kind of shrugged well I am quite hungry yeah let's let's get some food and then decide what we're gonna do from here is this like a buffet or do we order off of a menu or is it family style and they just bring us food when we sit down <laughs> it's uh you definitely order food but i mean i'm gonna go grab a table and order up some food because i'm hungry yeah i'll do the same uh you guys sit down uh xander what are you doing are you gonna go sit with them or yeah i'll go and sit with them all right you all sit down and obviously the Server comes over. Uh, what do you want? And you guys tell them. I'll, wild boar, give me a plate. Real potatoes. I, I even picture Martin being like, no, no, no. You don't understand. Like, if you don't mash it up, it's not potatoes. She just gives you a really weird look on that one. And she goes off. And she goes off to place the order. And you guys are left there at the table. Do you figure destroying the city is going to destroy the way they're getting into the city? I mean, it's a good possibility. At the very least, it'll displace them for the time being. Well, right, killing them is, I mean, probably a good idea. However, I think stopping them from being to get in might be a better idea. Well, absolutely, but we'd need a, an entire army almost to get in there. Well, don't we have a decent size right now? And aren't we going to add more? I guess. I think it would just be easier this way. I mean, we could even... I, the problem is finding someone to use it. That might be the first problem. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not a good idea. 
I'm just also wondering, will it destroy whatever they're using to get into the city? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. No, but it might give us a fighting chance to ward off the demons while we go and destroy whatever they're using to get into the city. I mean, at the very least, we could use it to wreak havoc on them. And that's always fun. I mean, I, I assume demons have to sleep too, right? Not necessarily. I have no idea. Xandro, you you have never seen them sleep. It doesn't seem like they do. Uh, Martin, you know that when you were held captive, they would go through, they would take shifts, but it was like every third day. It was more to mess with you than it was because they actually needed to sleep. Well, as far as sleeping goes, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I don't really sleep that often. I don't see why they would have to sleep that often. No, I, I, I don't guess so. Sure would make it easier, though. Well, yeah. I mean, whoever, if we could find someone that can could control the orb, they could hit them with blizzards or possibly tornadoes or, or something along those lines. I mean, we could fuck them up with this. Just as long as they don't give them a heat wave. Our plan was to go to Pirate's Port, and I don't want to completely abandon that either. Well, I th- don't think we're going right to Rangio and going to try to destroy it right off the bat. So, yeah, I think Pirate's Port would probably be the best idea right now. Well, if we were to find someone who could use the orb, we wouldn't have to get close to Rangio. Okay, so then it sounds like we're still having to go to Pirate's Port. Well, I think Pirate's Port would be a first step. And then, who knows, maybe we find a wizard there. I don't know. If not, we still need to talk to Queen Rebecca before we even attempt this, so possibly she knows of a high wizard. I mean, perhaps even one of the wizards in Demethos could do it. I know Fatim were still here. He probably could. Well, I don't think that's an option anymore. No, I don't either. I think our best bet would be hitting up Pirate's Port, trying to get into uh, contact with the people that are building the resistance, see if we can't help them get a favor in return, and then go talk to Queen Rebecca. Maybe we find a wizard on the way. Maybe she's got one. Martin kind of looks, he, he looks down and he, he's still in thought. And he says, I think I'm going to go to Demethos. Instead of Pirate's Port? Yes. I I, I don't know. I, I have, I, I almost feel like I need to be there. I, I don't know why. I can't explain it. Just a hunch, I guess. The whole reason we're out here is because you wanted to go to Pirate's Port. I know, but we've had we've had a couple days of calm, and I've, I've been able to gather my thoughts a little bit and think. And I think I think I need to return to Demethos. I'm not gonna let you go alone. I've lost you once already. I'm not about ready to lose you again. I don't plan on it either. But whoever is in Pirate's Port is obviously someone that we need to get to assist us and I don't plan on going there and staying I want I'm gonna go look for uh, a stable here and see if I can get a horse to kind of speed things up but I will meet you in Pirate's Port I promise I don't like the sound of this just trust me I guess I don't have a choice what you going there for to deliver the orb uh, as well as talk to Rebecca and uh, I need to I need to go to Crystaldale. I thought you were going to Demethos. I am. I, I need to stop in at Crystaldale. It won't take long. Something one of the wizards 
I, it was something that he said in passing, but it's been kind of gnawing at me lately. And I, I think, I think I know what we need to do. I'm going to go and try and talk to Adam. You're sure you want to go alone? No, but what's going on in pirate sport is important to you. I'm going to look around the room and see if anybody's like watching us. There's a half orc in the back corner table. He, uh, he seemed to be looking when you made eye contact, he went right back to what he was doing at his table. How is he dressed? Commonly brown tunic, brown pants, cloak. Hard to see if he's got a weapon on him from this angle. So I'm going to lower my voice a little, just so it's not blaring across the whole place. Just so you know, we've been being followed for quite some time. Like matches his lowered voice and kind of lean in. What are you talking about? We've been followed. I don't know if it's all of us or just me, but I've had every time I go off by my own, I end up finding somebody and I'll look at uh, Alicia and say, it's not just the dwarves, but that was one of the many. Is there one here now? The orc and I'll kind of just turn my eyes in that direction, but not turn my head. Uh, He looks like he's getting up and leaving very nervously, very hurried. So the food here is anywhere from five copper to one silver. Uh, and it looks like he's leaving five gold pieces on the table. So it looks a little bit more hurried. Like maybe he just put his hands in his pockets and pulled out coins and threw it on the table. Look over to try to direct everybody and you see this. By the time uh, Alicia and Martin kind of figure out what you're saying, they look over. That he looks like any other half-orc walking away from his table. Is he going past us or is he going away from us? So he's heading towards the door from the corner. So he's definitely not going to pass you, but he's heading out. Uh, I whispered, can you, can you mark him? I'll, uh, I'll do Hunter's mark on him. You Hunter's mark him and he leaves. I'll, uh, I'll say, look at what he left on the table. Uh, I turn to look, see the, the gold. Do you think, do you think maybe he's paying someone for information? Maybe, maybe the bartender or, or one of the workers here? Anything's possible. I want to wait like, like a minute. Or, or however long it takes, and see who comes and clears the table. Right. And I, I'm trying to gauge any, like, surprise reaction from the amount of money that's there. Okay. Or if they just grab it. That's fine. Alicia, what are you doing? I'm going to be so full that I'm just going to lean back <laughs> in my chair and kind of scout the area. <laughs> Zandra, what are you doing? I say it's either for information or he's too much of a hurry to pay attention to what he's doing. But yesterday, while you were sleeping... I followed somebody I thought I knew, and they took off running like they didn't want to be caught. How far would the tables be from the bathroom? You head over to the table. You don't think anybody's noticing you right now. Would I notice anything? Pieces of crumpled up uh, napkin type things, some dirty plates, some food, five gold, um, uh, another abundance of little coins. If nothing's out of place, I'm going to use sleight of hand to take four gold pieces. You get all four gold pieces, and you don't believe you're being watched. I head back to my table. Well, that ru- totally ruined my plan. <laughs> I kind of looked as Andrew was like, kind of nod towards the door. Don't uh, worry. I'll take care of the tap. I stand up and uh, I'm going to head for the door and see if I can't see where this guy took off to. Uh, you feel that he left and took a left and is going to the back of Grondo right now. 
since you can track people, I will head in that direction. I'm following kind of close, but uh, I don't want to make it like too conspicuous. I'll be nice. I'll leave two gold. I still profit on two gold, so I'm okay. <laughs> and I am going to kind of go out and look for the market. Uh, Zandro, you come out. You know the guy went left. Nonchalantly, you hear the door behind you as Martin comes out onto the street, and he looks around like nothing's going on. You can sense that that guy's heading to the north uh, northeast side of town. I'll head in that direction, see if I can't get him back in sight. Now, is this the same direction I chased the guy earlier, or yesterday? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Uh, it doesn't feel exactly the same, but it definitely was in this general direction. Yeah, I'll just like say keep trying to follow him, get him just into sight. I don't want to, you know, hopefully not make myself too obvious. I, I'm following Xandro. I'm not too close, so I, I don't want it to, to look like we're a group. Do you start following him, Xandro? And Martin obviously is trying to you know, not look suspiciously like he's following you while following you at the same time. As you come out, Xandro, you feel that that guy is picking up pace, running to the back of the camp. You come around the corner, a dart strikes you in the arm. You could feel the heat from the poison coming through this. You fight this off enough that you keep your bearings about you and you see two figures on the rooftop across the way disappear in the direction that you know that guy's going. At the same time, you hear something falling or collapsing behind you. You pull the dart, you turn around, and you see Martin jumping out of the way backwards as a bunch of weirdly stacked boxes just seem to fall over by themselves right on him. Do I see anybody in the area? Now you see just regular orcs and stuff. It doesn't seem like anybody even saw what happened with you. You are drawing a small crowd because the boxes falling over was loud enough. and People are coming over to check. And eventually you figure these people are going to get there. They're just trying to see if you're all right. Me or him? Boxes uh, fell on him, A right? little column A, a little column B. I, I mean, they oh. just heard a slam in your direction. Oh, okay. It's not like they saw the whole thing go down. <laughs> I'm just I'm going to just keep walking in that direction. Uh, on the other side of this building, quite a few boxes fell down in front of you, Martin. Just very suspiciously fell over. Uh, as you uh, get up and dust yourself off and you look around, you do see Xandro, but he's moving away from you. So can I look and, and see what caused the boxes to be knocked over? The boxes were tall enough that they were probably on top of the building. You start looking on the ground, you don't see anything suspicious. You're looking around and you start looking at a little bit of the rooftop and one spot, one spot where part of a twig is coming out looks like it got a little bit of cloth and it doesn't look like it's been there long. How tall are the buildings? They're about nine feet tall. Where the fuck is Alicia when you need her? At the market. Fucking lazy ass. I'm going to jog and try and catch up with Zandro. You work your way around and you see Zandro. The other side of this main open area just kind of cut into back alleyway. Yeah, I'll, I'll try and dash to, uh, and I want to kind of not be right up next to the buildings. I want to be as much distance from each rooftop as I can. You come around the building, you see Zandro kind of just disappear. You start dashing towards Zandro. Zandro, you, you're getting a bead, and all of a sudden it just feels like the thing you're tracking just takes off running as you hear Martin Klomp right behind you. And a little, not out of breath, but, you know, he just made a sprint over to you. Xandro, 
I, rooftops. I, I can't get up, but I, I think that's where they are. I'll I'll quick look up, see if I see anything. It looks like normal rooftops right now. They were on the roof. I seen seen two of them. Yeah, I think they I think they tried to dump those boxes off on me. He's running. What? Well, let's go. I'll take off running in the direction that I I know he's in. Sure. And after a while, it seems to stop. And you're coming up on this hut. It's in the back far corner, further than you've been before. This doesn't seem like any other area that you've actually gone to. As you're approaching this hut, Alicia's in the marketplace. What are you shopping for, Alicia? God damn it. (laughs) I am not being caught without a rope again. So I definitely need a rope. So their market's like a big flea market. It's open. They have different stuff over. And sure enough, you find a rope. Uh, you haggle a little bit, but you end up buying the rope. Or do you're looking for a hemp rope, silken rope? You need a good, strong, sturdy rope. So I would assume that would probably be a hemp rope, right? Uh, probably the silk rope is what you're looking for. It's going to be able to hold probably a little bit more weight, but it's going to be a little bit lighter as well. All right. Well, I'm going to go with that then. Does that come in? I'm trying to find it in here it's just 50 feet it's in there that's what i thought okay i think that's pretty much all i need right now (laughs) uh you find some fruit you've recognized this from you know your time here so you i think just casually throw a couple copper over at them and pick up the fruit it's great and you're going through this marketplace it just seems like a wonderful day like nothing could possibly happen to ruin this day Zandro, you and Martin stop for a second, and you know inside this hut in front of you is the guy. You're not sure how much they can hear on the outside. You don't know the makeup. In fact, with how many people are out with this, it dawns on you that you don't quite know how many people are in that hut, but you know that the person you're tracking is. What do you think? You think we should try and draw him out? We could try that. What's what's the plan for that? Like, discreetly, I turn away from Zandro but I shove something into his hands, and it is a uh, tinderbox. That's one way to draw him out. I, I kind of turn and, like, half look at him. I'm, I'm kind of half shrug. You're a lot more stealthy than I am. Yeah, I'll try and, um, I don't know if this is a great idea, but what the fuck? We're, the, we're here. <laughs> we might as well go for it, I guess. <laughs> I'm going to try and stealthily kind of go around towards the back of it, see if I can Start a little fire on the back of the tent. So you avoid the front door, you go around the back, and you, you're you going to try to start this tent on fire with a tinderbox? Well, uh, first I'm going to see, is is there more than one door on this tent? Seems to be a one-way in, one-way out. How big is this tent? This is a, probably about a medium size. It probably is a four- to six-person tent. Xandra, you're in the back taking account, and like, at first, it was a good idea. Start this thing go, and the smoke might be able to get this guy out. If there's anybody else in there, it'll be a rush. But then kind of dawns on you. What if this guy was staying here like you are? Maybe he's with his family. Maybe there's kids. You don't know what's inside this um, hut. All right. What's this hut made out of? Wood? Earth? Yes. Little of both? Yes. <laughs> All right. Little of both. Crap. You've stayed inside one. You know mostly that they found different kinds of wood. You didn't inspect it, so you're not not sure what kind. They do the framework. And then the rest of it is made from, like, some kind of mixture of clay and dirt to create a very solid, very sturdy section. All right. So kicking kicking a hole in it is kind of out of the question. Yeah, this isn't a wasp nest. (laughs) 
<laughs> I was hoping it was. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to back out on the burn the place down. <laughs> I don't think Xandro wants to be just killing random people. Plus, I'd like to get some information out of the people. So you head back to Barton after making this decision. Uh, yeah. Do you throw on the thing and go, dude, you're a bad influence. <laughs> I just kind of like hold my hands out like, what? I want to know what Xandro does. I was asking. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to walk around and I'm going to hand him back his uh, tinderbox. Be like, maybe we shouldn't just burn the place down. We don't know for sure who all's in there. <sighs> All right. And remember Fine. we were told something of something like don't kill any more kids. I'll start walking toward the front of the hut. Um, I'll go up, knock on the door. He gives out the size, Andrew, and he starts walking towards the door. He looks, his body language is still confident, but with like a little bit of that defeatist attitude. And he lazily reaches up with his right hand and knocks three times, but it looks like he's looking down a little bit. Move myself off to to the right of the door so I'm not like directly in front of the door and I'm going to just start looking on the other roofs towards the door around like just totally doing the uh, what the heck's going on around here you wait a little bit and nothing seems to happen Martin. how many people are around like is is this a pretty quiet part of town yeah there doesn't seem to be much of anybody here uh, I want to kind of step to the side and, and open the door you reach for the side and the door is locked. These doors don't have locks. So it's probably barred. Did we actually see the guy go in the door? Nope. You just feel that's where he is. I'll, I'll walk back over to Zandro and say the, the door is barred from the other side. I, I didn't hear anyone on the inside. He's got to be in there. Do you want to check the roof and see if there's an opening? Sure. I'll, uh, uh, I'll walk over with him and, and like be there to help boost him up. Yeah, and easily you get up on top of the roof. There's a small spoke chimney area. has a little piece of what looks like a metal pipe sticking out of it. Put my hand, like, over over it to see if it feels like there's heat coming out. Uh, definitely does not feel like there's heat coming out. It is hot, though, because of being in the middle of the desert and all that jazz. I'm a, I'll look down, kind of shake my head like, no. I, I kind of nod, and I, I, I just give him a motion to, to come on back down, and I walk over to the door again. Sandro, as you're coming off the roof, um, something kind of shakes you a little bit, and you've felt this feeling before. You feel like the mark is off that person, and you should be able to put it on somebody else. There's nobody else around. I don't see anybody around, do I? Nope. There's not even any movement around. It's just you, Martin, this locked hut. I'm just going to jump down, do a little roll on my way down. Badass. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't think he's in there anymore. If he is, he ain't alive anymore. Okay, I'm going to kick in the door. Yeah, Martin reels back and slams his foot into the door, and you hear splintering. Martin, you feel movement. Uh, you feel like one good shoulder throw, and you probably get through. It feels like you broke the bar that was holding the door in the back. I'm going through. I'm drawing my uh, bow. Uh, Martin, you hit the door. The door pretty much just, it's enough force back that you don't just fall down, but the, the door splinters, wood goes everywhere. You trip a little bit, roll, and stand up as you literally trip over the dead body of this stripped-down human that is laying dead with his throat cut across in a puddle of his own blood on the floor. 
you scan the room and you don't see anything that would be different or out of place and there's no murder weapon there's no it looks like where the blood splattered out is normal nothing was in the pattern to hold it back nothing that you see that's unusual right away Xandro you run up to the door bow drawn and you see the same thing so first thing I want to do is check this human guy and see if he looks familiar uh, you turn him over and as you look you can feel the final essence coming off of him from your actual mark from there i'd like to start tearing up like not tearing up the room but like really looking for there's got to be a hidden doorway hatch tunnel something is is my thought you are sure there has to be some hatch here but you cannot find it you're searching everything that you would know that would normally be uh there's got to be a place they had to have gone somewhere Guy doesn't just die in here by himself. Wait, where's where's the guy that you where where's the orc? That was that was him. He had to have been some spell disguise. Okay, something. I kind of just like start looking around. Like, well, I, I I don't know what where where could it be? Most obvious place for me, I think, would be fireplace. So Martin, you looking around this fireplace area, you don't see anything. You start looking around the room. The the stove fireplace is in the middle of this room. You start looking out, and as you do, Alicia, you have got stuff that you needed from the market and the fruit. Everything seems to be, you know, going well. It's been a little bit, and you haven't seen Martin and Zandro. Realizing the time's gone by, and she hasn't heard or seen from either one of them, she is going to go out and attempt to go find them. How big is this town? Like, is it is it like a gigantic thing, or is it no. like, you know... No, this is about no. a medium-sized place. Well, she is going to just go and start walking around, looking for them, looking for anything that's out of place. You hear somebody grab two what look like orc soldiers. They look humanish in nature. It's hard to tell from this distance, but you know, you got pretty good ears and you hear tall, bald guy, elf, murder. Those two guys, and as they point, those two orcs take off running in that direction. The other cloaked figure is now moving towards the gate to the city. Yeah, she's gonna go for the guy in a cloak. Okay. Uh, as the guy in the cloak goes, you watch him for a little bit. He seems to be grabbing other soldiers. He seems to be frantically telling them to do something. As you get closer, you hear another phrase where this time it sounds like you almost think you heard that the tall guy was going to murder somebody in the back of town. And then those guards go off running. He's still going to keep following the cloak guy. Uh, after a while, the cloak guy sits down, pulls off his cloak, and he looks like he's eating. You're at a distance. You see him. He sat down in the middle of this, like, picnic table thing. There's a couple of big orcs, you know, a couple other uh, half orcs there, but it doesn't seem like be too much of a mixture of people where this human-looking figure sat down. Go up to him. Say, what's going on? You come up to this table, and as you come around, nobody's sitting there. Confused. She's going to go f attempt to go run after where the guards were thinking that the guy in the cloak figure could have been talking about Sandro and Martin. Uh, Sandro and Martin. Martin, you're looking around. You, you cannot place anything. You're looking around. You see what Sandro's talking about. This place looks really, so really solidly made. It doesn't look like there's any other way in and out. I, I turned to Sandro. I, I, 
I don't know. I, I can't find anything. Is there any furniture we haven't turned over yet? <laughs> I think you guys have been over this room pretty good. All right. How tall is the wall in this city? 20-ish feet, a little bit more maybe. So it ain't like a hop, skip, and a jump from the roof to, over to the <laughs> Oh, no. No. <laughs> that would be a hell of a feat. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm going to do one more quick, like, just look around the room, hands out, like, what the fuck? You, as you're um, looking around the room, you hear what sounds like rhythmic footsteps hurriedly coming towards the tent on the or the hut on the outside. Not good. We gotta go. What? They're either coming back, or somebody's coming here. Uh, all right, let's go. We we gotta find Alicia. Step outside the tent. Quick look around. You see two orc soldiers just stopping before the tent, looking and in orcish. Not a tent. As you come out of the hut. Two orc soldiers seem to run towards the hut and they stop and they look and in orcish you hear, they kind of fit the description. They look like they're about to say something. You see two other soldiers coming up behind them when all of a sudden, as in a flash, quickly and not being able to see anything around, both their throats open up, blood splatters everywhere and they fall to the ground. Instantly, I activate the Trident of Arlen at uh, True Sight. Instantly, Martin reaches down with with his Trident, and he he pushes down on it, says a word that nobody can understand, and a flash of blue comes over. Martin, you see what could only possibly be a smoke monster with long claws that seems to be now looking your way. Maybe, you got a feeling, maybe he knows that you can see it now. I would like to rage and attack. Okay. You rage and you go to attack. You hit. As you do, your trident pierces through. This thing seems to come corporeal. You can't see this. As the orcs are running up to you, they kind of got a quizzical look. Like, why is that guy fighting the air? When you make that slam, this beast, this monster from the void seems to just appear for a second. Things out of only nightmares shows up. Both orcs hit the ground in just disbelief, but they seem to gather themselves up and they're back up ready to go. This demon incorporeal thing of nightmares looks over at everybody and seems to fly up into the air very fast and vanish. Was I able to see this thing at all? Yeah, right when it screeched out after Martin stabbed it, you saw it come into corporeal form, just like the orcs. Uh, can I cast Spare the Dying on the guards? You, you, or are they dead dead? You try. Uh, one of them seems to breathe, but he doesn't open his eyes, while the other one seems to have been maybe hurt a little bit harder than the other. So after the one starts breathing, I'll cast Cure Wounds on him. Okay. Uh, he starts to move again, but his throat is definitely like something tore through it and then magically cured it. Just tell him, you're going to be okay. Uh, I'll turn to the other two guards. Go, fetch the clerics! Uh, they look at you really weird, like, uh, oh, oh, and then they turn and they, they start running. I help him <laughs> to his feet and, and start moving toward where I know the clerics usually are. Just trying to keep a, a, a very close eye out on my surroundings, watching for this creature. Kind of looking around to see if it's still somewhere. <laughs> I, as you're looking around trying to find it, you realize that these might be, you've heard of things called stalkers. They seem to come out of nowhere. Nobody seems to see them, and they literally murder people. Oh, good. And Martin's trying to carry this guy, you know, help him along, not carry him, because he's up and he can move towards where the the temple is. 
If I don't see the thing, I'm going to follow along with Martin, keeping an eye on, on the sky and in front of us with an arrow ready in case it reappears. You make it to the temple, and they knew you were coming. They seems like the guards were here already. They explained they already sent somebody over to see if they can do anything for the people that were down, and they start treating this guy, and he looks over, and he goes, It's Martin? Martin Wildstorm? Yes. The, the demon said he was doing this for you. What? It was the last thing it said before I felt my throat just peel open and the warm blood flowing on my body. It said, I do this for Martin Wildstorm. I I don't know why I would say that. I had nothing to do with this. You, I want you to know that. No, I, I know. I know that I wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for you. It was just really weird that it said that. I turn to the other clerics and say... There are some type of demons in the city. You can't see them with normal means. I, I don't know if you have any way to, to combat this. And I kind of give a quizzical look. Start looking at each other. Some conversations go up. It's, it's frantic, hard to understand. Some of the clerics talk about how they can, they could, they could cast a spell on themselves, but It'll only help them. It's not helping anybody. And they start to start putting a plan together. It sounds like they're going to go with groups, with one of them being able to see. And apparently some kind of new potion that apparently, for lack of a better term, is a glitter bomb where they can mark things with this potion. And it's an ink that seems to have a glow to it. And it, it it's not easily removed. I'll ask him, where can I get one or two of those? Uh, we, we've only made five. I mean, if you take one, I'm, I'm willing to give you one, but I don't know how we'd be able to defend the city then. If there's more of these out there, we might need all of these. No, no, keep it keep it for yourself. I'll, I'll come up with something else. They go back to what they were doing. After a while, you see an older cleric come through the doors, very, very tired. Behind him on a stretcher is the body of the man inside the hut. And behind him being helped along with a soldier was the other guard that you saw die. I, I want to walk over to him. Are you, are you okay? It feels weird. I've, I've never been dead before. Did it say anything to you? Yeah. Um, this is for Martin. And there was something else after that, but I didn't hear him because, well, there was a lot of pain when it tried to tear out my throat. All right. Well... You're okay now, so hopefully we can get this figured out soon. Yeah, uh, we got to find a way to, to detect these things. It, I didn't see it. You wouldn't want to, trust me. He looks at you quizzically, and you, you underestimate the orcs. I, I kind of, like, give a, like, a nod, like, yeah, perhaps. Alicia, you caught the end of this as you showed up. You saw people go down. You saw Martin trying to help somebody. Uh, you saw as he struck out, the, you heard the screech of this thing right before it flew off. You didn't get a really good look at it. Uh, as you were coming forward, you kept your distance a little bit because it looked like Martin was fine. He was trying to help everybody else. And you know when he gets in that mindset, pretty much stay out of his way. Now you're... You're helping, you You helped them bring this guy and that body back, and now you all are in this temple. What the hell happened? You would have known if you hadn't been shopping. Hey, 
I didn't think we needed all three. That would look conspicuous if all three of us are trying to follow the thing that you guys somehow let get through your fingers and terrorize the town. Says the stealthiest one of the group who has no problems whatsoever being inconspicuous. I needed a rope. Regardless, whatever this was, it has the ability to become invisible. What about the half-orc you guys were chasing? Uh, kind of motion to the, the dead human and say, apparently that was him. Xandro uh, believes he, I, and I kind of turned to Xandro, was under some sort of spell or illusion or something. <sighs> Stuff Do just keeps have, getting weirder and weirder. Are we having this whole conversation right in front of everybody? Yeah, more or less. They're, they're clerics. They're kind of like doctors. They've seen some shit. I'll ask the cleric that's working on this human guy if he knows who he is. I've never seen him before. This is this is weird. The only humans that we thought were here were these two. And he motions towards uh, Martin and Alicia. Well, on top of the invisible demon whatever, apparently you have some people in your town that are not who they seem to be. I guess they can't fight us on the field. They're going to try to take us in some kind of cowardly mean. I uh, look at Zandro, and I believe you said you saw some on the roofs earlier. I'd seen some people on the roofs, yes. I'll kind of turn to the clerics again and say, if you need anything from me, let me know. I I don't plan on being here in the city for much longer. We'll see if we can find something that's of your caliber. I, I mean, I, we know that you're new to this cleric thing, so uh, we'll maybe we'll find something. Maybe there's something here that you can help us with. Yeah, because you guys have done a bang-up job detecting the, the demons in the city so far. Yeah, that's amazing. How, I heard a little bit of what the guards were saying. How did you see it? Magic trinkets, nothing more. Oh, understandable. I hope we can find them. Good luck, and I'll turn and leave. Okay, out of the temple or out of the room? or I I'm, I just want to get a feel for what you're doing. Uh, I, I want to get somewhere private. So if I walk out into the temple and there's no one there, I'll stop. If not, I'll keep walking. Okay. You do walk out in the temple, and every now and then somebody's there, prays and leaves. I mean, it's not, like, widely used. The orcs aren't a pray at an altar kind of people. I'm going to say to that cleric, if you see anyone you don't recognize, you might want to investigate that person. I'll pass it on to the general that maybe we need to up security in the, in the city. I know he's not going to be happy about that. He's all about helping the need, but... We have to keep ourselves safe first. That would be keeping you safe. No, that's what I'm saying. Increase security. Yeah, but we don't want to make we don't want to make it sound like everybody's under suspicion that comes here that needs help. Everybody should, and I'll just turn and walk away. Uh, Martin looks like he's gonna stop, and he's in some contemplation. What does Alicia do? What's going on? <sighs> well, this has obviously changed some things. If we are, well, I don't know. I, I, with what he said, I, I don't know that they were intending to harm us, so we may not be in any more danger than we were. Who are you thinking isn't intending to harm us? Deimos? I don't know. It seems like he still is trying to harm us. I don't think so. I, I think he still wants to recruit us. You think he wants to recruit us? I know he does. Why would he want to recruit us? You don't remember? No. Anytime we've been around him or or heard him speak to us he's always referred to us as as his generals in crystaldale when i approached him he called me his general yeah but he's still he keeps trying to kill us i don't think so 
of he's in charge of his demons and why does his demons keep trying to attack us? I don't know. Perhaps they're just trying to capture us. I think he's still trying to harm us. Regardless, at this moment, I'm the only one who can see these things. So I can't leave you guys. Zandro, you're standing in the doorway of the temple. You heard them talking, so you didn't come straight out. But you've been standing there for a little bit. And you this will be the first time I think you've heard them say anything about them becoming Deimos's generals. I'll walk over to him. That demon wasn't trying to attack us. It attacked the guards. It had plenty of chance to attack us if it wanted to. It was almost like it stopped the guards from coming to us. Yeah, I don't get that. Why were they coming to us in the first place? Well, there was a shadowy figure. I shouldn't say shadowy. I I would say cloaked. We're going to go with cloaked figure who was telling them about a murder and an elf and a bald guy. When I went after him, he just disappeared. I mean, it could be safe to assume that it's the same one since it had the ability to turn invisible. I don't know. At this point, I think we need to head back to Demethos. I, I wasn't fully aware that there were demons that had this ability. We need to make sure that Queen Rebecca knows so that she can prepare herself and not be caught unawares if one decided to go after her. Yeah, I think that's a good plan. Yeah, we should should go, I guess. Hate to leave these people, but it seems like the trouble follows us more than it stays where we were. Yeah, I think us leaving is probably the best thing for these people. Is there, like, uh, stables in the city where I can buy a horse? Uh, there, there are. I think they would give up their horses to you guys, uh, probably without a price, but the promise that you bring them back because they don't need them right now. It's not like they travel through the desert that much. He even says horses are in short supply. It seems like sometimes the demons go after the horses more than they do anybody else. I can't guarantee that we'll be able to bring them back. If they live through our journey and live through the journey coming back, You have my word that they'll be returned. If not, I'll see to it that you are compensated. That's more than fair enough. Thank you. Uh, Tell, if you see the queen, because I know you guys are here as envoys for her, um, tell her not all the orcs are mad. Some of us understand why she couldn't come to our aid. Uh, I kind of smile and say, don't worry about it. That's that's all been taken care of. Uh, Whatever laws the council believe were broken have been paid for paid for that's that's interesting how'd you pay for it i kind of nod my head over towards andro and say he won a trial by combat against the champion of crew group starts laughing hard and he's like no 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 no, really really how'd you pay for this? this is interesting i've never heard the council taking money before I, I just kind of clap him on the shoulders and smile. Uh, no, serious. Thank you for the horses. Have a good day. As you're riding off, you kind of hear into this like, no, it, it could. So what? And it like fades as you ride off. You take off and the horses seem to enjoy being to, able to run again. Like they might have been cooped up a little too long. You set off on a journey that's going to take you through this desert hopefully you won't have anything try to attack you as you head back towards rangio 
away from Krondo. We pan back and we see on top of the wall a black cloaked figure who seems to be surrounded by what looks like shadowy demons. Somebody that would have been familiar to everybody. He just looks at the demons and he says, well, you can't win them all. And, you know, sometimes you just don't want to try. We pan down on the wall and we see that figure, his an artistic rendition of him on a poster. And it says, wanted one million gold, the smoke. Ah! Oh, I just broke my pencil. What the fuck? Now I'm really confused. And we'll see you next time on the Frozen Dragons podcast. Oh, it's Dude, that is awesome. I love that. You can follow me at Bros Old Guy on Twitter. Uh, you can. You know what? Don't even attempt to follow me on Twitter. You, okay, I'm kidding. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, I'm not on there much, but I'm starting to get better at actually getting on there and trying to post. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram. I do manage that and post on there a lot more often. Otherwise, if you're not following and listening to our friends at Dungeons and Dragons, please get over there, listen to them, download them, give them a like. It's a really good podcast. I think you guys will really enjoy. All right, guys, you can follow me on Twitter at Elmo the Usurper. Also, go to limitless-adventures.com if you are a DM and you don't have a whole lot of time to spend preparing for your games. Uh, Limitless, they take a lot of the prep work out of D&D. As always, you can follow me on Facebook and Twitter at IMDMDoc. You can follow us on almost all different social media at Bros and Dragons. You can listen to us on MySpace or wherever you listen to this podcast, obviously. Uh, go to our website, brosanddragons.com. Go to the store and look around there. I have a deal right now that if you choose or if you get one shirt, uh, men's or women's of any size, and one dice bag, you get 10% off that initial order. And then if you use the checkout code MEGAFAN, M-A-M-E-G-A-F-A-N, you get another 10% off your order. I just want to remind you to keep it nerdy and live your dreams. Later. Yes, just one boot hovering. <laughs> one it boot. giggles a little bit. All of a sudden you hear, hey, listen. This is a very Xandro heavy episode. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. The whopping, what, seven minutes we're into recording. That's going <laughs> to definitely take that down. Woo! What we're going to do from here. Where do you want to eat? I don't know. Hey, I'm the woman I here. Them. I get to say that. I don't know. What do you want? And some potatoes. And by fucking potatoes, I mean mashed. That's the only kind of potato there is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was in there too, wasn't it? <laughs> Yeah. What about scallop potatoes? No. Or au gratin? If you take au gratin or scallop potatoes and mash them, yes. Intelligence check? <laughs> yeah, an intelligence roll. So so I have advantage to recall information on demons? You do. It's a good thing I do. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's either a... What did you say? Intelligence check? Yep. yep. Straight intelligence. Uh, so it would either be a 3 or a 17. <laughs> Crap. We got to wait till September 1st to find out if we know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was two months, but who knows?
That's, yeah, looking through my notes and I don't see it. That's going in the blooper reel. What the fuck? Yeah. We gotta wait to find out if we're right. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't write down the time frame either. I didn't either. Uh, have we gotten our food yet? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I am just too hungry to even care, and I'm going to continue to eat. I said yes, and you've. And I'm just munching on my mutton, which sounds dirty as fuck when you say it that way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my mind's telling me no. Not doing it. <laughs> You're muted, Tom. You're probably peeing, Tom. I was. <laughs> Figured you went away so I could take two minutes. What's up? Or I, mean, I, mean, I haven't lit the fire yet, so. Yeah. No, you're good. I'm... I just want you to know that you're about to light a tent on fire, and that's um, <laughs> without knowing exactly who's in there. This is an all-time right. new low for you guys. It's all I'm pointing out. <laughs> there could be, like, six kids and an adult in there. You don't know, but hey. The roof, right? the roof, the roof is on fire. We don't need no water. Let the motherfucker burn. <laughs> I am right. kind of like, kind of looking at my character sheet going, I don't know if he'd really do this. Hey, that's <laughs> fine. If, if like, he wouldn't just come on back and do something else. So, okay. So, I mean, a little more investigation going on here. Yeah. I'm just going to say this. You did kind of go, oh, all right. I'm going to go around to the back of this tent. Now you're in the back of the tent and you're like, Wow, Xandro, this is low. <laughs> right? <laughs> Thinking to myself, that's kind of fucked up. Maybe Martin is a bad influence on me. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, shit. So, so in all this, I'm just kind of doing a, you know, personal inventory of my life right now. <laughs> Mar um, Martin gets one taste of alcohol and he's he's completely shifted. Burn the tent. The one person in there that we want to question is in there. If he doesn't come out, let him burn. I'm having a Boondock Saints moment. Get get your stupid fucking rope. John, I got my stupid fucking rope. John, it, I didn't know you could fucking do that. Holy shit, he did a voice. It like really good, too. What the fuck, dude? You've been holding back? Do I know enough about his character? No, I fuck. I'm metagaming. Sorry, I can't do that. <laughs> I asked the god DM, "Yeah, what is uh, the actual yeah, was, strategy behind the spell, secret. Hunter's Mark? Give me yeah. its mechanics so I may know it's very secret." <laughs> all right, all right. I was gonna do this anyways, though. Uh, is there anyone around? No. Uh, I turned to the cleric. Hold on, I'm getting a vibration from my mic. One second. <laughs> This is how yeah, dubstep no. was invented. Right? <laughs> I don't know if you told me you got shot with a dart or not. I don't remember that part. No, I didn't. I didn't think so. No, he's not. That's pride, buddy. <laughs> right. As, a, as an archer, you got hit by a dart. That's embarrassing. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, well, that happened. So what are you confused about? So he was surrounded by demons. Hey, John, you want to fill him in? No. Do it. Um, no, because I kind of am in awe here and in shock. 
uh, I remember he had the elementals that he could call on. He could he call on the, shadow demons from the yes, armor. The shadow demons. Yeah. So he had called on the shadow demons to help. God, so he's been following us? Well, we uh, know the, he's been involved this one time. Well, awesome. the players know. The characters don't know shit. Well, we know that he was involved way back when. What do you mean that's not a very nice ending? That was a great ending. No, that was a good ending. I that like was an it. amazing ending. So I slammed my pencil down. And broke it. I heard that. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, you, you, we, we, as we pan out of this and we go to the road, we see the smoke go, or not the smoke, we see dust rising as the horses gallop off into the desert and uh, miss the opportunity, it, poor things. Sorry, I'm, I'm just reading. Uh, Knox is in there. In our chat right now. (laughs) Most of our special effects and ambiance today was provided by Sirenscape. Go to sirenscape.com and enhance your tabletop adventure today. This has been a Bros and Dragons production.